Hi there, and welcome to the Pursuit of Wholeness podcast. My name is Sally Twelman, and I am obsessed with all things wellness, the basics like food, nutrition, and fitness, and all the other things that help us feel well and be our best, like mind-body medicine, meditation, breath work, mindfulness, thought work, and some more tangible things like finding balance and creating better habits and figuring out how to do all the things so that we can feel our best as women, as mothers, and as multifaceted humans. Believe me, I understand this balancing act because in addition to being a dietitian and an integrative wellness coach, I am also a mom of three busy kids. I'm just trying to do my best every day but I'm super excited you're here as I share my knowledge and experience and as we seek and learn together how to feel well, be healthy, and live a fulfilling life in our own pursuit of wholeness. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Wholeness podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about something that is fairly simple but it's kind of not simple. So one of my first recommendations when I work with people about diet or post anything online is to focus on eating a whole foods diet, a whole food, real food. And it's not confusing, but it's kind of hard to wrap our head around in this packaged food world. (laughs) So I thought I would just kind of talk to you about what this actually looks like and how to really clean up your diet so you're eating a real whole food diet most of the time so that you can get all the benefits. Because whole foods are really what allow us to get the nutrients. A lot of the processed foods and the franken foods that are in our food supply have been so stripped down of the basic nutrients, fiber, minerals, vitamins, phytochemicals that we don't really get the full benefit of what we're eating. What we're eating is mostly flavor enhanced foods that poke on all of our pleasure centers, but don't really give us the real nutrition that we need to allow us to really thrive in our life. So what does it mean when I say eating more whole foods, more natural foods? So I run a program called the 30-Day Reset. You can actually find it on my website. People can take it anytime. But one of the main tenets is to, for 30 days, really focus on cleaning up your diet and resetting your habit And from the nutrition perspective, really avoid like processed foods and foods that that come in packages. And this really throws people for a loop because the majority of our food does come in packages. And in fact, there are some like whole foods that come in packages like, like salads, pomegranate seeds, frozen fruit, grains like quinoa. And so when people are starting this reset, they are like, well, what is considered a whole food and what is considered a a processed food? So I could just say, 
use your best judgment, but that's really difficult in our very confusing food world because so many of these actually very processed foods have a lot of labels on them like healthy, organic, natural, gluten-free, all of these things kind of begin to trick us. And we think that they're healthy and natural and whole, but really they have been highly processed. So one of the key things that I would like for you to think about is how close to the actual food is it? So for example, um, let's talk about kale. You can buy kale or spinach in a container and it's been processed, meaning it's been taken off of the kale plant and cleaned up and put into a a salad container that you find in the produce. You can also find kale in these veggie straw kale chips. So those veggie kale chips, they on the outside say like high fiber or whatever they're <laughs> going to say, but those are what I would consider processed. Things with also something like Greek yogurt that is in a plastic container, sometimes glass container, that I would consider a whole food that is really good for you, has some good fats in it, also has some probiotics. That I would consider a a good option, a, a whole food. I would consider those Greek yogurt strawberry bites dipped in chocolate, although they have Greek yogurt, I would consider those processed. So I think I I actually didn't talk as much about why I feel like this is really important. So first thing, when we avoid processed foods and really focus on whole foods, you want to avoid a lot of the extra things that aren't really good for your body, like um, artificial uh, fillers, artificial colors, artificial sweeteners. All of these things are not only don't benefit us, they can cause us problems. Like artificial colors can really impact, especially in certain kids, their nervous system, make them more more spacey or increase hyperactivity, different things like that. Also, some of the additives in food can really damage the lining of your GI tract. And that is one of the big things. If you pay any attention to what I have talked about, really focusing on good gut health is so important. So really by limiting a lot of the overly processed foods, you decrease a lot of the added things that they've added to the diet that are not necessarily good for our bodies. And then also a lot of processed foods tend to be really high in carbohydrates, added sugars, but lower in nutrients that our bodies really need to function well. And then that really leads to why whole foods are so important. So the food that we eat really... So many people think about food as how it makes us feel. I'm really looking forward to having the burger and fries. Not that the burger and fries are bad necessarily, but I'm really looking forward to having that or those uh, tortilla chips or Cheetos or whatever. And that's fine. But what we have to remember is that the food that we eat is really information for our bodies. 
really it works in three main ways to signal our body or give our body information about how to work and what to do. First, it signals and activates. Every time you eat something, the food that you eat interacts with your body's receptors, with the GI bacteria, and this causes our body to send signals to the rest, or it causes our stomach, our taste buds to send signals to the rest of our body to do certain things. So for example, when you eat something that has protein, it that protein gets detected by receptors in your stomach that actually tells your brain to turn down some of your hunger cues. Same with sweetness in our mouth. That actually tells our pancreas to start releasing insulin to get ready for some carbohydrate to come down. Also, if you're on the flip side, if maybe you're sensitive to something like gluten, whenever the gluten comes in contact with certain receptors in your GI tract, or even uh, maybe not even receptors, but if you have too much permeability in your colon or your GI tract in general, some of those gluten proteins will go through the lining and that will cause your body, cause your immune system to actually signal incorrectly. So those are just a few examples of how your what you eat signals and activates your body to do something correctly or maybe not do something correctly. Also, Whole Foods gives our body the supplies that it needs to work right. So for example, I talk a lot about cruciferous vegetables. And that's because cruciferous vegetables um, have so many different things. But but one of the things is some sulfur-based compounds that your body needs to create a some of the detoxification pathways, and then also to create a super antioxidant called glutathione. And glutathione is crucial in tissue repair and immune function. And so without glutathione, that's where some people will start to develop issues with tissue repair, maybe skin issues, immune function, is definitely a big issue. So getting lots of foods that that have these, these phytochemicals that our bodies use in a lot of the chemical reactions and the creation of other things is so important. Another one is uh, magnesium. So magnesium is in the news quite a bit and for good reason because so much, so many of us are walking around magnesium deficient because our soils are not super dense, but also we don't eat a very whole food diet. And magnesium in things like leafy greens, like spinach, magnesium is used in so many different things, but it's used to actually build melatonin and serotonin from tryptophan, which is an amino acid that we eat, or that's in our protein. And if we don't get enough magnesium, then we can't make melatonin. If we can't 
make melatonin, then we can't sleep very well. If we can't make enough serotonin, then our mood is dysregulated. Also, um, Whole Foods gives us fiber. And this fiber is really important to help us feed our good bacteria. And by feeding our good bacteria, this really helps our um, good bacteria flourish. And that will make less room for the less beneficial bacteria. And this good bacteria really helps to regulate our immune system. And so this is really important in overall chronic inflammation and really helping us have a helpful immune response rather than a dysregulated immune response. Also, whole food has fiber, which helps to limit blood sugar spikes, omega-3 fatty acids, which help to build up our brain, support um, healthy nervous tissue. I could go on and on, but basically food is how our body knows what to do. It's also the building blocks for our body and our enzymatic reactions. And if we are only feeding our body the foods that have been processed and stripped down, then we don't have any of the basic building blocks and the right signaling to help us be healthy and thrive. But how do we do this living in our modern society? So I live in a suburb of Austin. I go to a traditional grocery store. I sometimes have a garden, but I am not very good. That's actually something I'm going to work on this year is really having a thriving garden. But I just don't have access to fresh produce that I grow in my garden. So I'm really reliant on going to the grocery store and getting what I need. But it's so confusing, like I was saying before, with all of the labeling and different things like that. So how do I build a balanced diet of whole foods and some better choice foods that that are still packaged? So it's not really... I'm sure some people will argue with me about this, but I feel like it's not possible... <laughs> at least maybe not for me <laughs> and most people I know, to eat whole and clean 100% of the time. So what is reasonable? I think we should really try most of the time. And so what I'm going to say is try most of the time. And I say that that's like 80 to 90% of what you eat should be whole natural foods that may come in packages. So what does like 90% of the time look like? So I'll just give you a quick snapshot of what a typical diet looks like for me. So first thing in the morning, I start out with coffee, maybe a little more coffee than I should, but that's going to be a topic for another podcast. <laughs> but I do coffee and then I add flax milk to it or some other nut milk like cashew milk or sometimes like a high protein almond milk. But basically those milks have been quote unquote processed. But I feel like they're a better choice than adding a creamer or like a flavored creamer to it. 
I also typically have a shake with protein powder and collagen powder. Again, those are quote unquote processed, but I try to choose the one that has the least amount of the artificials in it. Next for lunch, I'll have a salad with um, lots of green leafy vegetables, some cucumbers, tomatoes, whatever roasted vegetables I may have had the night before, and then a boiled egg and some canned beans. Again, they're in packages, but they are very close to what normal beans are. Sometimes I will actually make a big pot of my own beans. And that is because um, when you get dried beans and you cook them yourself, you can make a ton of dried beans for very, very cheap and expensive. And so I will often do that. So I typically have beans. And then really often I will also have like a pouch of salmon or tuna. Again, I'm very careful that those things don't have added preservatives to it, fillers to it. And then I will either make my own blend of balsamic vinegar and olive oil or maybe use a store-bought vinaigrette that doesn't have a lot of the fillers, added sugar, things like that. Next, I really often have a snack of some kind of fruit and then some kind of nut butter, particularly peanut butter. Peanut butter is... I love peanut butter. (laughs) And so I will do as close to natural as possible. Sometimes my local grocery store has the natural peanut butter that I can grind myself. If not, I will get like a Jif's natural. That's actually my favorite. It does have a few more, like it has some kind of emulsifier that I should have looked up before I got on the podcast, but it has less of the added sugar and high fructose corn syrup and things like that, that that are found in other peanut butters. But I will also have like pear with almond butter, different things like that. Then for dinner, we would have, for example, we could have like a stir fry with lots of frozen vegetables and then maybe some like chicken that I bake myself or maybe even some like pre-made frozen chicken that doesn't have a lot of the additives in it or tofu. I make that quite often. And that again is a quote unquote processed food, but it's a better choice. It's high in protein. It's a better choice than some of the other fried meats, like fried chicken or whatever that, that you can find and adding to a stir fried. And also taking time to make the stir fry myself instead of buying like the packaged stir fry decreases quite a bit of the added things too. And then also making a homemade sauce that will cut down on some of the different additives that the food manufacturers will add to food to really enhance the flavor. So some of my main takeaways, it's really pretty simple when you are trying to choose more whole foods and decrease a lot of the processed foods, our first look at the ingredient list. Try to get as few ingredients as possible and really avoid a lot of the harder to pronounce 
things. And then also some of the artificial colors and flavors. And they will say it on the bottom. It'll say like red dye number nine or artificial colors. So really try to get more natural colors, natural flavors, or if it doesn't have any of the flavors, if it's just like kale or just quinoa, that is definitely better. Use lots of fresh and frozen fruits and vegetables, just the single fruit or vegetable, and then add your own spices, add your own sauces. And I know I am a busy person, much like you. So the evening meals can really be very tricky, but utilizing some of the um, prepping your meals, some of the shortcut things like the vegetables, like the frozen broccoli. I like using lots of frozen broccoli and frozen cauliflower because it's really inexpensive. It lasts in my freezer forever and it's already cut up. <laughs> and so that that is one less thing I have to do at night. And that makes it super, super easy. You can actually just toss it into a pan and stir fry it or put it on a cookie sheet. And you really only do a little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, cook it, and you're good. You can put that with your baked salmon. And then next is really just try to to get a few cooking skills. So some people have really high cooking skills, but what I find is that a lot of people feel really lost in the kitchen. So just try some like really basic things, learning how to chop maybe on a Sunday night when you have more time. If you don't know how to chop, use some of the easy things like the already made quinoa. So I I actually buy that quite a bit for uh, meals during the week is the pouches of grain. So quinoa, they have farro, they have... What are some of the other ones? I'm not thinking right now, but but they have the pre-made grains that you can just heat up and use. And that's one less thing you have to do, but it's still... If you look at the ingredient list, it's only the grain and then maybe some spices and it doesn't have a lot of the extra fillers. So look for shortcuts and there really are some really easy shortcuts. So you can put a meal together in 20 minutes or less and it's still what I would consider to be really whole and healthy with lots of vegetables and whole grains and beans to help give you lots of those really good um, nutrients. And so lastly, use your best judgment. Most of us have a pretty good idea when we are looking at something, if it is just getting a little too far from the natural state to really align with the whole food goal that you're going for. So Use your best judgment and you will get better at being able to discern what are the good choices and what are maybe the more indulgent choices. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you so you can really make some good whole food choices and not feel so lost and confused and throw your hands up. So remember... 
the closer you eat to the natural version, the better off you will be. The more nutrient dense you will eat and the better you will feel. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here. And I wish you so much health and happiness in your own pursuit of wholeness. I'll see you next time. 